Welcome to RPG Cast episode 416 for the week of March 4th, 2017. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here on Switchmas! Well, Switchmas weekends. It's the Switchmas Festival. Isn't that right, Pascal Takaya? Uh, the what? <laughs> the Switchmas Festival. Never never heard of it. There's a new console came out here. Go look it up. We'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> also joining me, Kelly Ryan. I prefer Wii U Krampus. Wii U Krampus, okay. Mm-hmm. Because you're you you you're the Grinch of this festival, aren't you? Yes, I'm the Wii U Grinch. All right. Mm-hmm. D- and damn oh. you and your new toy. <laughs> Alice Wilkins. Uh, yeah, Alice Wilkinson. I forgot your name for a second. Joining us from I li- England. <laughs> I literally do not care about this new console. Okay. This festival is off to a great start. This is going to be a great podcast talking about the Switch, isn't it? <laughs> and Anna Marie Privetier. Um, you've you've entered a hostile environment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, no cats here today. I'd like to point out. I've been introducing them lately, and they are not around. So the Switch came out yesterday. Yeah. And we got one. We got a Switch. Did yeah. anyone else get a Switch? <laughs> the impression I got is yes. no. No, I got one. Oh, you got one. No. no not a light Switch. <laughs> not a light Switch. No, no. the Nintendo I do, Switch. I do have those. I have many of those. Pascal didn't yeah. know a console was coming out until very until recently. I'm only being salty because I do want one, but right now I have no reason to get one because the only thing that's out that I would want to play is Zelda, and I already have a Wii U, so I don't see spend see a point in spending. I mean, does it literally have any other games aside from Zelda? It's yes. got Bomberman R. One, two, oh, Switch. Oh wow! I'll rush That's out and it. buy one now. <laughs> <laughs> what else does it have? Uh, um, one, two, Switch. Oh man, what's that? S- scissor lips, scissor vroom, clips. Vroom the magical girl. Vroom the magical girl. No, there's that scissor clips, right? S- snipper clips. Snipper clips. That's one. That's a game that's only on it. Um, it doesn't need to be on it, but it is only on it. Um, is it a th- game about circumcision? No, it's a game uh, where you play uh, with two players and there's a shape that you have to fill in. And so you have to cut each other to fit flips. into the shape. Yes, it's that a game about circumcision. So that's what it is. It's a game about... It's Nintendo's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Nintendo's Moil Simulator 2017. Well, they're trying new things. They're switching it up. What can I say? But um, so we spent yesterday playing Zelda. What else is on this game? What else is on this system? What's the Switch launch? Let's walk through the Switch launch. Switch launch lineup. No, you're just gonna get a bunch of wrong ones. <laughs> no, no, no. Remember, like there was a whole bunch of games no, that were supposed to be. It's updated. Out? It's okay. updated. All right, okay. games that came out. All right, Alice, you're gonna be blown away by this. One Two Switch came out only on the Switch. Switch exclusive, twenty eight mini games where you can do things like milk a cow. All right, so that is literally something that can only exist on the Switch. Fast RMX, which is a remixed version of Fast Racing Neo, which you could play right now in your Wii U. Just Dance twenty seventeen. <laughs> okay, so that's not an exclusive. Oh. Yeah, Human Resource Machine. Oh, well, that didn't come out. Oh. So screw, we're already throw on that one Just out. Dance. We're three games deep. In yeah, we got to, Yeah, we already had Just Dance. <laughs> 
I am Setsuna, which is literally out on like everything else. So here's the interesting thing is apparently a few people have been saying on Twitter that I am Setsuma has like <laughs> an optimization layer that's missing from the PS4 version. Okay. So it actually runs well, like it nicely. It runs better on the, on the Switch. Switch? Yeah. Well, how about versus PC? Uh, I mean, it's... PC you can tweak and there's a bunch of mods that make it run better. So There are? Yeah. All right. Do they do they fix um the what was the main problem? I think the story and the music, the and piano the music. Uh, yeah. Nah, they don't mm-hmm. fix any of those. Just the frame rate. So when you say better, it's you know, quote I unquote. should say stabler. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Uh, I am Satsuna. Uh, that uh, we'll get to that last. Shovel Knight had a, a, an exclusive new Shovel Knight level pack thing. Like it's an expansion, and that's only on the Switch right now. It will be on everything else later. Um, so that's that's something that's unique-ish. Skylanders Imaginators. Okay, so that's on every other platform. Uh, Snipper Clips. We mentioned Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips. People like Snipper Clips. That's a thing. Snipper Clips. Super Bomberman R. We're not going to mention <laughs> two people that. People really like it. I I don't think there are even so two people. People like the <laughs> single player Bomberman, but um, the online no. gameplay right now has. No, severe... people don't like the single player because the damn camera angle. Uh, so I don't know. The camera thing is, seems to be pretty. Scary. I know you're. I know you're okay with it. Yeah, but... I am. But okay. the online mode has um, controller desync issues. Oh. Every everything on the Switch has controller desync issues, Anna. <laughs> no, this is like specifically an online play, and it affects the Pro controller as well. Like Konami has even tweeted a statement saying that they're aware of it. What's the gimmick <laughs> with the Switch? Um, you can either play it at home on the big screen, or you can switch to a handheld mode and take it on the go. That is literally the gimmick, and the gimmick works. Um, so uh, hold on, and game, there's one more. There's one more. There's one more game. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which is not exclusive to the Switch. It's also on the Wii U. All right, carry on. Wow, that is a very anemic list of games. But if you have, so you can easily. It's region free, Alice. So you can make a Japanese account very easily and pay even with a U.S. credit card. Um, though only some U.S. credit cards work, but. Either way, you can get eShop cards easy enough. Um, you can take and buy games off the Japanese eShop. And then that opens so you, you up to so think. So you, mean, so you mean that thing I've been able to do on the 3DS for years? Yeah. But no, it's really easy to do here. You Three. have a Japanese 3DS. Yeah, here I can that do it with do. the same Switch. I can have multiple accounts on the same Switch. In fact, we have. Yes, an but there's nothing. There's, there's nothing to indicate Japanese. Japanese list of games is any better than the American one. It yes, has it Puyo has Puyo, Puyo Tetris. It has. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Um, Dragon Quest Warriors one and two. Yeah, it's got the Dragon I Quest thing. I don't care about Dragon Quest. How many well, podcasts have I been on now? How about I? You know, I. It it has the Vroom game. It has Vroom. <laughs> oh my god! It has really? Voa. It has Voaz or whatever it is, right? So in other words, it's I got a it's got a switch... rhythm game and it's got a really really bad game where you drive around on a scooter, um, yeah, going through rings. Go. Vroom in the night sky, which has a terrible English translation too, even in the Japanese version. Bye. So, 
So in other words, what you're telling me is that the Switch's game list is actually manages to successfully be worse than the Wii U's game list was at release. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. People were impressed with the Wii U's game list at release. So, I, I mean, that's actually hard to match up to because they had like a bunch of crap on from third parties releasing on a Nintendo console and everyone's like, what? This is Nintendo? And then everyone realized, oh, wait, no, these are a bunch of lazy ports from last gen that don't make any sense. I, keep, I mean, I keep hearing Legend of Zelda and literally nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, but, it is literally well, <laughs> a console for one Zelda game that isn't even exclusive to it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, for now, I mean, I'm sure that... I think I'm okay with that. I mean, you know it what's sad? Come out. PlayStation Nation was... Um, and I don't know why they were doing this, but PlayStation Nation spent last night streaming... Um, they did a dual stream. They had one guy playing um, the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild and one guy playing the Switch version of Breath of the Wild, and they were streaming them out side by side um, so you could easily look and compare the two versions versus each other. Um, and they looked pretty similar. <laughs> um, I got sent a Game Explained video this morning that had the two versions side by side, and <clears throat> I could not visibly tell a difference. Supposedly, the Wii U version dips in frame rate a little bit and has more pop in. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually noticed exactly that. Um, I noticed some potential resolution dips on the free, on the Wii U version, but I couldn't confirm them because it's through a stream and it's not a good way to, to validate that sort of thing. Um, but during the opening title card, the Wii U version has more lens flare than the Switch version. So I'm going to call this lens flare gate. Like, what's mm. going on with the Wii U lens flare filter? I think it's important that we find this out. So what's this called? Game Explain? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Game Explain, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they're a huge site, Chris. Well, I don't know them. Oh, they're loud. Okay, there we go. Subscribe. Yeah, they go through trailers and stuff and kind of analyze. Oh, they're okay, so they're just a channel dedicated to that sort of crap. Yep. Uh, and they do a good job of it? Because that's what yeah. I've been missing. Because I always wait for Digital Foundry to do stuff, and they don't do everything that I would want them to do. So if Chris, this, Chris. Yeah? I think we lost Pascal. Oh, pa come back. Pass. <laughs> okay. Um, I have an issue here. What? <laughs> Link has no clothes on in the Wii U version in this Game Explained video. <laughs> okay. Why is that? <laughs> Kelly, did, did you not notice that? <laughs> no. No, I, no I noticed that. I didn't know. <laughs> they, they forgot. They took the... They were so in a rush to get the footage. I think they forgot to hit check the treasure chest where you get the pants and the shirt. Oh. <laughs> uh, because does he start out with clothes in the Switch version? No, or? you have to get open the chest and get them. Okay. So it it is actually missable. You can come out with just shorts on. <laughs> Which is funny because then you kick a treasure chest and Link hurts his mm -hmm. foot because he has no shoes yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> that was amusing. All right, so let's see. There's that. Oh, what the heck? So I'm just watching this opening sequence where I notice the lens flare difference. And on this Game Explained video, I don't see the difference. I, but I saw it live on the stream last night. What the heck? <sighs> Whatever. Um, yeah, and Pascal seems to have broken his internets. Um, by the way, we have a first completed speed run of um, Breath of the Wild. Oh, how long? Three hours, 39 minutes, and 39 seconds. Why so long? 
because they're just starting uh, to work they, on it. Because they haven't found the wrong warp glitch. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't found a wrong warp. <laughs> Do you need a wrong warp in a Skyrim? You, probably the glitch you need in a in a in a open world game like this is to like bang a club on a wall three times, get propelled through the air at the speed of light towards. Ganon's well, no, castle. I mean that's the thing. I'm pretty sure that um, the uh, the speed run, the glitch speed runs of Skyrim actually do have a wrong wrong warp glitch in. Oh, okay, nice. Or you know you could just play around with the physics engine and catapult yourself. So one of the things I always hate is like speed runs that are like wrong warps to the credits. It's like no 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 no. You have to Yeah, but you... that's that's the reason why um the the Ocarina the actual like real competitive Ocarina of Time one that actually lasts over twenty minutes is a I think it's an either an all dungeons or um it's like uh it's not an any percent because any percent okay. allows you to just wrong warp to Ganon's castle. Right. Like and I'm, I actually, you know, and I'm slightly okay with just warping to the castle, like warping to the Ganon fight and then kill Ganon. That's something. But like warping to the credit screens are the ones that I'm always like, well, okay. <laughs> it's like just pressing the credits button on the front page. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, the only games <laughs> I can think of you can th- where that actually happens are games with like somewhat ridiculous uh, code execution exploits, mm-hmm. like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which is uh, the reason why the any percent for Pokemon Yellow is literally one second. <laughs> Assuming you can put it all in correctly. Uh, all right. So what are we talking about? Oh, we got a switch. So who's been playing Zelda? You and Kelly. I've been playing Zelda. Uh, I only managed to watch my husband play through the first <sighs> chunk of the game last night. Um, we got back from Logan really late, and I was just too tired for gaming, but he wanted to pop it on, so it's like, hey, well, I'll just watch you. Mm-hmm. So I was a spectator. I plan on firing up my copy later tonight. But, man, that game looks fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I was playing it last night. What? How much? I played for like four or five hours, right, Anna? Um, actually, you can tell me exactly how long I played, can't you? Anna? Yep. Let me pull up the parental <laughs> control app. We turn on the parental controls to track our playtime. Um, so Anna will figure out exactly how long I played. Um, and You've you... played four hours and 40 minutes of Zelda. Okay. And perfect. then you played 20 minutes today, apparently. Oh, because it turned over. Yep. Yeah. So I've played five hours then. Yep. All right. So I've played five hours of the Zeldas. So here was the dilemma that Chris had. Is after playing the game for like three hours, he was like, I cannot play this with the Joy-Cons. Let's go see if we can find a pro controller. Yep. And so three stores later, we had um, a Zelda art book, five (laughs) Zelda amiibos, um, a charging stand, and a pro controller. No, not a charging stand. It was the little Hori kickstand replacement. So you can charge it while having it on a stand right so it's a charging kickstand by the way i don't know if that's worth it (laughs) it's really cheap piece of plastic and (laughs) so yeah that's a thing okay so we got the okay so many things to cover here zelda's a really good game um if you like the open world collect-a-thon type of uh, not collect-a-thon that's a platforming term what is this this is skyrim yeah 
right? Without the now, quests people, and people, talking. People do use collectathons for open world games because they use it to refer to Ubisoft-style collectathons. So the only thing this has that's like an Ubisoft game is lots of towers for you to climb to unlock the map, right? So... Which I guess is a very do you do you eagle dive off the top of them into bales of hay though? No, um, if you do that, you die. Um, so and oh. that's the other thing you do in this game a lot. You die a lot. You die a lot. You you die a lot. See, Hummy only died once, and that's because he catapulted himself. You die a lot. He wait what? <laughs> after one okay, after you get the magnet beam. Um, outside of that shrine, there is two treasure chests and a large beam and a lake and a rock. Mm -hmm. And if you position the beam over one of the treasure chests and then magnet beam the rock, stand stand on it like a seesaw and then magnet beam the rock to the other side, it'll launch you in the air. Awesome. I did not do that. Hmm. Yeah, we, we figured that out via Rooster Teeth video, and he had to try it. And, of course, because he only had three heart pieces, he took fall damage and died immediately. But it was it was a funny little diversion. That's pretty great. Um, well, what did... Uh, uh, okay, so I wasn't able to do that. Um, what did I do? Uh, I, I just died a lot from enemies, from other things. I'm just... I'm mean. Oh, bad. I lied. Someone what? beat the world record for uh, Zelda speedrun as of two hours ago. It is now two hours, 22 minutes, and 47 seconds. Interesting. So he shaved like an hour and 14 minutes off. Hmm. Apparently there's someone who was running the game like two days before release that could get to the final boss in 50 minutes, but not beat it. Hmm. So did you get the paraglider? Yes. Yeah, so that's okay. what we've done. I've completely I've completed the plateau area, um which is essentially the game's tutorial except it's a lot more active and involving than any other Zelda tutorial, but it still takes just as long. <laughs> it took basically 4 to 5 hours of play to get through the tutorial, right Anna? Uh yep. But if if that's a tutorial, then that's the best damn tutorial in a Zelda game because you actually go out and get to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just doling out your main abilities, and so you eventually unlock it all. But I, I actually felt bored during the tutorial. It's like, I just want all these abilities now so I can go and start doing things that I want to do rather than having to run to this shrine here and this shrine here. And, like, I, I don't want to climb up this mountain right now. This is boring. Um, so... What I needed, of course, uh, and I found this with 15 as well, is after a few hours with an open world game, Chris needs a break and then to start let things um, ferment in his head a little and to start getting ideas and motivations to form. And then I go back to the game and all of a sudden it's like, aha, uh -huh, I have things to do. <laughs> and it, it just feels different to me. Um, so um, when we got back from our, our pro controller adventure which two targets and a Walmart later um, <laughs> coming back with a pro controller. Um, it, I was ready. Uh, of course it was really late. So I only got to play a little bit before Anna said, turn that shit off and go to bed. Um, I don't say it that way. <laughs> you don't say it much nicer than that. <laughs> yeah. So were you no playing, denial. <laughs> were you go playing ahead. in bed? Uh, yeah. Um, so mode? It, it, at, yeah. After, after the pro controller journey. Yes. 
So I've tried out. I, I wanted to make sure to try it out both ways. So um, the bed mode is is cool. Um, I picked up some things to support my bed mode habit, though, um, because I knew this was coming. I picked up a little bed desk thing. So it's like a little wooden thing that has legs that fold out and that, you know, your legs are under it and then it's a little table for you to put like laptops on and stuff. So the switch was propped up on there. Um, I had the little Hori kickstand so I could have it on there on that little table and still be charging. Um, I bought a um, an anchor like super high powered charging USB thing so that I can have this alongside a USB-C cord so that it can be um, charging so I could charge it in the bedroom easily without having to drag the power adapter from the other room over and without having to pay 30 bucks for another power adapter. Uh, cause those power adapters are expensive. Um, the, the, the official Nintendo ones at least. Um, and they don't seem necessary. So, uh, with those two pieces or with all that prep in mind, Oh, I also bought a little pillow for sitting in your bed, like a bed rest pillow. And it's got like a little shag carpeting on it. It's weird, but it's, it's ugly and weird, but it's comfortable. So with all that, I was all set for bed mode because I knew this was going to be a thing and it's going to make me go to bed and I can play a little bit of Zelda in bed and I wanted to optimize for this. So I was totally doing that and that works fine. Let, let me tell you about what doesn't work fine with the Switch. The left Joy-Con is a piece of garbage and it loses sync constantly. And I don't like it and it, it, it was driving me crazy in the living room um, over the first three hours and 20 minutes of this game that I played because the Link would just constantly be losing sync in like what... Like, my right controller worked perfectly. No problems with the right controller dropping out ever, but the left controller would drop out and Link would just start running in a, in a straight line off a cliff and things like that. And it's like, okay, listen, I know I'm bad at this game and I'm dying a lot, but sometimes the game is literally killing itself because it loses sync with the left controller. Um, at the very end of it, Anna, you can attest to this, I had to go sit on the floor in front of it just to finish the last shrine so I could turn the thing off. Yep. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is driving me crazy. <laughs> And I need a break anyway, because this is boring, and I'm fighting with controllers, so I need a break. And so I did that. And now... Do you have a fish tank next to your TV? No. Uh, apparently, Nintendo put out a tweet saying things like fish tanks next to your TV can cause the Joy-Con to lose sync. Yeah, so can phones, apparently. I, at that point, they're simply saying electronics, which is kind of a problem given, you know, televisions are commonly surrounded with other electronics in a multimedia center, but whatever. Um, apparently the Switch they- could cause your controller to lose sync. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to, damn it, I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> Nintendo should put the tweet out saying <laughs> that, what I just I, I don't know if they're going to be able to fix this, um, and I don't know what's causing it. Um, we need somebody who's a smart and B has a lot of time to throw at figuring this out to do some investigations and post a video up on YouTube for no real pay or anything because that's how the internet works now. Um, figure out our problems, but we're not going to give you anything for doing so. Um, what is a uh, one of the things I figured is, you know, I always think about you know what are the cultural differences from where this was developed for for here because we a lot of times like with the connect thing we talked about how connect won't work in japan because the damn rooms are too small so i'm wondering if it's the opposite thing here that um western rooms are too large and the switch was tested in very close range um situations with the console and so now that we're sitting in 
fully across the room with my 65 inch tv you know and i'm i'm on the other side of the room and it's 10 12 feet away and the the joy cons lose in sync regularly um there's just you know it wasn't designed for that possibly um, am i gonna have to figure out a different way to hook the switch up to the tv across the room rather than me being across the room from the switch <laughs> so i don't know uh, i hope not but uh i'm a little worried <laughs> based on what i'm seeing here but the pro the, controller uh, seems okay <laughs> so far, but hopefully that'll take care of that. Go ahead. It's just the, the segment of the podcast where we discuss um, white people problems. White people problems? First, yeah. Okay. First world problems. Uh, first world problems. Yeah, first world problems, um, definitely. Oh, the, if I was sitting across the large room in front of my 65-inch television. I know, right? Yeah. Like, what a terrible problem to have. Uh, um, so... Is it right. like is, is it like the nunchucks for the for the Wii? They detach from the screen, and then you have one in each hand. Yes, that is correct. Um, and then if you're playing in portable mode, you just click them out of the screen and you play it, play it like a portable. Obviously, when they're clicked on the screen, uh, it's not having the sync issues. <laughs> it's, uh, turns out that's close enough that it's able to maintain. <laughs> um, I find it weird that it's just the left one that's having the sync issues. I know, issues. right? Yeah. There is something going on there. I think we're going to end up being Switch ambassadors, and we're going to have to get new controllers, and they'll have to give us a free copy of I Am Setsuna or something. Um, or Snipper Clips. Sn- yeah. <laughs> Moil Simulator 2017. So with the... Or, uh, left. What? Or a Nintendo and GBA games that you want on regular 3DS. No, no they, don't but... have a, they don't have a virtual console on there yet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Adding to Alice's complaints for the system. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry that was weird all right so what it, so, the, so that's my switch impressions and is there anything else we should cover on the switch itself uh i don't think so okay so zelda <sighs> zelda what else to talk about with zelda it is uh you run a that's not like a normal zelda game and you've probably been hearing this a, we, a lot this week already but in case this is the first podcast you're listening to where they talk about zelda um which thank you um but also that's weird because i feel like there's been so many out um it is uh it's not like a normal zelda game it is not like go to dungeons find the key the map and the and the big key and 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 the compass and and go fight the boss uh, have i fought a boss i fought that rock guy right and i had to figure out how to beat the rock guy so that kind of works but but that wasn't really a boss that was just a dude i found in a forest um uh, yeah, most of this is explore, um, steal weapons from your enemies, and find ways to solve puzzles and environmental puzzles. And then there's all these shrines littered across the landscape, and you beat these little shrines. And at the end of the shrines, you get a little upgrade item um, that you can then turn in to build up your character uh, in one of two ways. More heart containers or more stamina. Uh, stamina is used for running or climbing uh, or swimming. So having more of it is very helpful because when you run out, you stop doing that activity. <laughs> um, and the other, uh, the heart containers, of course, are your health, so that's important. Uh, you're not collecting heart pieces anymore, so you're collecting these little upgrade items from all the shrines. Shrines are freaking everywhere, and they're like kind of mini dungeons, whereas you have like a, a puzzle or three in each of them, and then you you're done and you're at the end. So they're they're kind of like bite-sized dunge- uh, Zelda-y things that that litter the landscape and kind of break up your open world gameplay with, all right, time to do some puzzle stuff in the dungeon. All right, I got my upgrade item, time to leave. 
And so, and there's usually treasure chests also hidden in those little shrines as well, which will give you like some new weapons and stuff. Your weapons deteriorate over time, uh, not over time, um, by usage. So you're constantly cycling through weapons and finding them and, oh, that's a really powerful weapon. Oh, it's finally broken. I got to deal with this weak one. Oh, I killed the guy. Hey, and he dropped a super powerful one. Uh, so you constantly have this cycle of getting and losing powerful weapons and weak weapons. And so you're always got something new to be excited about. Last night I was fighting with a mop for a while, uh, a mop and a garden hole. And uh, it didn't last very long. The mop, not a very sturdy weapon. You might be surprised. Uh, I found a sword that looked like the Master Sword, but is all rusted and old. I didn't even bother picking it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the weapons. Uh, you get a shield. Those wear out as well, so you can find stronger shields and weaker shields. And uh, armor, however, seems to last a lot longer. Uh, that doesn't seem to wear out at all. So you'll find new pieces of uh, shirts and pants. And those will give you armor stats, and those don't wear out, but you don't find very many of them. So it's like a big deal when you find armor pieces. So that seems to be kind of the biggest way to upgrade your character without having to do shrines or anything. The, the, the biggest equipment related way of upgrading your character permanently is like finding better armor. Um, I hear that there are like a couple weapons that you can get that don't wear out, but it sounds like they're not easy to get and they're optional. So you don't need them to beat the game and you have to go out of the way to find them. So I don't know. How about the story? Uh, stories, uh, not much story yet. It's very open worldy. Um, so you'll get a bit of, you'll get the tiniest introduction ever for a Zelda game when you start it up. Then you'll play for a few hours, and then you'll get like a little dump of story, which took about what five to ten minutes, Anna. Yeah. And if if that even, and then you're on your way again. And I assume there'll be little bits of story. Uh, it looks like um, there's a menu on there where you recover memories. So it looks like if you do certain things while you're playing, uh, Link will remember things from before, um, from before, and that those will be um, those will be kind of like a lot of the story that you're getting. So a lot of this is like things went bad a hundred years ago, and so uh, you need to help fix things now. And then the story is explaining kind of what what went bad and how it went bad. So, um, did you correctly guess the old man's identity? I, I think we understood that back at E three, Kelly. I did. Well, <laughs> I didn't see that part. Okay, but yes, everyone. I think everyone had him pegged um, back back at E three in general. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't see him in the E3 trailer, but oh, okay. He was in the demo footage that they were playing on, like the Nintendo stream, the Treehouse stream. So I see. Yeah, so from there, and also all the podcasts I was listening to at the time, they posited the same theories. Like, I mean, that's got to be this guy, right? And everyone's like, "Yeah, of course it is." And I, I didn't see that, but okay. I, I did. I played it at E3, but I oh, you played it at know. E3. So who do you think the old guy is? Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't remember there being an old guy. Okay. In there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll leave it to you to figure out who it is. I guess because we're very spoiler averse here. But um, yeah, you probably figured it out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but that's not really a big deal. <laughs> now, is it a spoiler to say the main bad guy's name? No, Yet. no, like they literally point you at it and say, you're going to go kill Calamity Ganon. Like, <laughs> I cannot take his name, Calamity Ganon, seriously. <laughs> Calamity Ganon. Think... It sounds like an old Western villain, he's, he's right? He's an old West outlaw. 
Calamity Ganon. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that's not just me either. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that till you brought it up, actually. I was fine with it. Now I will never be able to take it seriously again. Thanks a lot. Calamity Ganon and Zelda Oakley Zelda. at the Wild West Shooting Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch the ugliest cry in the West. Uh, so I hear that there's um, uh, side quests to go on, and I have a really hard time imagining that in the context of Zelda, unless it's you know well, this something isn't like, like your normal Zelda chickens or yeah, I mean it's like collect items and stuff. Um, I haven't actually gotten any, so I couldn't tell you exactly how it works. But it does have a quest log, and they're pointing me to go talk to Impa. So. Um, I think that's gonna be a thing with like people to give me side quests that are optional. Uh, seriously, it, I have a quest Sorry. now that is I'm like at the beginning of the game, right? So I finished the tutorial and then it gave me a quest. It said kill Ganon. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> that's gonna take me a while to finish that one. <laughs> That quest log seems seems a little unnecessary. <laughs> it's a little subverted, essentially. You have one quest. There it is. Kill Ganon. It's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll get right on that. Now, do the side quests have? Do the side quests have markers on the map too? I don't. I don't know. I haven't gotten any. Um, oh, I thought I, you said you did. No, not no. I haven't. Um, so I'm not well, sure. Does Ganon have a marker on the map? Uh, no. But they point you at his castle and say, yo, he's over there. And like, there's literally a giant dark cloud of black red energy swirling around it. You can't really miss it. So you don't really need a marker because you just look and he's over there. And I guess you can go far enough away that you can't see the castle anymore, but you kind of know where it is. So, oh, the map system's very, um, very marker heavy. So you can put down markers for everything and you put a bunch of them down and they give you a bunch of different icons that you can use. So you can start cataloging all the little, um, all the towers you find, all the shrines you find. Oh, I found this place over here. I'm, but I don't have like any arrows. So I'm going to come back when I get some arrows and you can mark it with like an arrow and say, uh, now I'll remember to come back there. Um, and so, and the, you've got the option, most of the stuff you can put down only shows up when you have the map up, and, but there's like five hot points that show up on the mini-map as well, and so they've got, they've got it so you can kind of manage the map the way you want to manage it, um, and then catalog everything there. Um, and at some point, and I haven't gotten this yet, at some point you can get a camera and start taking pictures of things. Uh, and yes, there's a selfie mode. So... You know, yeah, I was commenting to my husband that the Sheikah slate reminds me of a smartphone. Yeah. Particularly the way he holds it. Yeah. Mm. There was a um was that a that was a part of a, a maybe the Wind Waker or some other game previously had yeah, Wind they, Waker had Wind Waker added a camera, camera yeah. And the stupid whole, little like, kids little side quest those damn it. kids would always get in the way when I was trying to take a photo in the freaking what town was that called? Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. The four kids. Just like, hey, I'm in your way now. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Wind Waker HD ended that. I don't know if Twilight Princess also had a camera or not. Um, that would not seem thematically appropriate, but hey, who knows? Uh, oh, Anna, what else are we talking about? 
Hmm. What people have been playing? Yeah, I played more Eleven. I don't want to talk about that. Um, shall we go into Alice? Wait, 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 wait. Why oh. don't you want to talk about it? Is because you've been playing it too much? Yes, because uh, we we spent a lot of time talking about it on previous shows. That's all. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I was just trying to. Why? Did you have some significant achievements in Eleven you wanted to bring up? Uh, well, I did manage to do reasonably well out of that event that you and I were trying to do. Uh, what, the dragon one? From way back? No, the Walk of oh. Echoes one. Oh, the Walk of Echoes! Oh, you learned all your skills? Uh, well, I got two, uh, two out of the three that I wanted. Good. Yeah, so, and I got a fairly significant way towards the third. I just didn't quite finish. So... Hmm. That's it. That's all that happened there. Really. All right. Well, you learned weapon skills. Um, yep. Oh, they did. Yeah. You've been playing 14, it looks like? Yeah, I played a bit of 14. Nothing. I mean, I'm mostly, I'm, I am mostly just waiting for the uh, expansion, 14. Anna also has been playing 14. She got back into it this week. Yeah, I decided yep. that I was going to roll a new character because I had no connection to my previous character, and I wasn't so far along that I felt like I was going to be missing anything just restarting yeah i did wonder why you were on a new character actually because i don't know i'm i'm weird if i'm gonna play a character in an mmo i need to feel some sort of attachment to them no sure that's how well, i am no the real reason is you didn't remember any of the story and you asked me what's the best way to get... yeah and so and it was i said multiple oh things. yeah start a new was, character i mean so here's the thing is honestly chris it turns out it's really easy to catch up on the story because you can just watch old cutscenes whenever you want where in the game. In your, in your in room. In your in room? Okay. Yeah. Well, so, in 11, they're scattered literally across the world if you want to go trigger all the old cutscenes. So catching yep. up on the story is actually really easy in 14. Oh, good. But it was kind of like I logged into my character. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even remember how to play this class. So I was just like, whatever. New character time. <laughs> so I'm like, so what a, class are you playing? I am a 15 Lancer and an 18 Leather Worker and a 10 Botanist. She's a stick kitty. I'm a stick kitty. And, and they're happy because you're going to be a jump kitty. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'll add, I'll add them to the pile. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. We've got a couple. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> everybody, in, everybody in the free company was like, yay, a jump kitty. And I was like, okay. Is that a cucumber thing again? <laughs> no, I play a mihote, which is like a cat race. It, it's a cat girl. Just, just. No, it, I'm a boy. Just... Oh, are you? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I holy crap! I think you might actually be our only cat boy. Uh... <laughs> you gotta spell B O I then. Cat no. boy. Boy. So I am quite enjoying the game. I like the crafting. The gathering is still mildly annoying. Um, and I'm going through the story and poking things with my stick. Do you get any benefits from the Heavensward expansion until you get to like 50? Um, I could play a dragon. Oh, that's right. You could do that. Um, but otherwise, no, I just think there are patches that did like quality of life stuff. So like sprint cooldown is like 30 seconds and it lasts for 20 seconds. So may as well, really may as well nice. not even have a cooldown. Yeah, I know. It's really nice. I'm, I'm excited because it's like I'm running everywhere because I don't have a chocobo yet. 
but I do have bardings for when I do get a choke. You should have a choke. You should have oh, mounts. Don't, don't forget to do the um. Don't forget to do the current uh seasonal event. Uh, is that the girl thing? Yes. Okay, I didn't know I could do it because I'm not a girl. Doesn't matter. Well, okay. you, get, you think you they put in an event and... only for half the people? Well, <laughs> no, you, you know. It, you can get you get your dancing emote. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> very important. Yeah, it is very important. <laughs> get so that dancing get a cool, emote. You get a cool outfit. As oh, well, you but... get a cool hat. No, it's a whole outfit. Oh. So besides fourteen, I kind of had like really bad twitchy gaming this week because I didn't know what the heck to play. So I finished Criminal Girls two, and I redeemed one of the criminals. Yay. Um, and then, as promised, I started Trails of Cold Steel, and I didn't like it. Boom! Anna is zero for two on liking Trails of games. So, I just think I'm not in the right mood or mindset right now to play it. So, I kind Maybe of... Maybe Maxstorm is just wrong, and those games aren't that good. Uh, no, because... And also, it... the rest of RP Gamer is yeah, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, <laughs> the whole site can be wrong now. Um, yeah, because I loved every minute of Trails in the Sky, so... Hmm. Yeah, I Maybe played like you? 15 hours of Trails in the Sky, and it was just like uh, something else. Um, so yeah, I, I started it, and it didn't grab me, so I decided to kind of figure out what else I wanted to try slash play. So I'm playing Psychopaths Mandatory Happiness, um, which is a visual novel based and off you, of the anime. Last I saw, you said you were Light Fuchsia. Or something like that. Yeah, I'm... You've given me weird shades of purple that somehow represent you. <laughs> yeah, so this is set kind of in an incredibly xenophobic future where Japan has sealed itself off from the rest of the world and has a computer god entity that runs everything. And so everybody has a psychopath, which is um, a color that represents their criminality. And oh yeah, so, and if it's if it's too high, you get shot with this really cool looking gun that makes you explode. Yeah, so as your hue deteriorates, so the lighter the better. Oh dear, what are we talking about? It's an anime. <laughs> so the lighter the better, and as your hue deteriorates, you have the possibility of committing a crime. Or not. But either way, you are considered a latent criminal. You are someone who, who has the capacity to have to perform a criminal act whether you have or not and so you have kind of like this police force whose job it is to go around and shoot people whose well, hues, just kill them well whose hues are deteriorating okay and the god computer looks at their crime coefficient and when you shoot them it either incapacitates them or blows them up oh how how nice yeah why can't the computer do that without you being shot? Um, because you are the arms. Oh, all right. So yeah, it's this like super duper dystopian world, and I am liking it. Um, I think I have the same dilemma as I do with the anime. It has all of the pieces that I I would really like in a show or in an anime, and all of the animations really good. But for some reason, it's not grabbing me. So now I have two games that are kind of not grabbing me. And that was frustrating. So I threw up my hands and was like, screw it. 
I'm gonna play something completely different. So I, played, so I played Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. So I started that yesterday morning and I finished it yesterday night. And it was really good. I, I played on... I After how long we played together on the Wii U version, which I guess wasn't as long as that, but it's it's just to surprise me how quickly you finished it on 3DS. Yeah, I just kind of... Well, I mean, I was watching you play and I, I was waiting for deliveries and... All of my work yesterday was like emails, 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 emails. So it was like, get an email, answer it, wait for the reply back. Answer it, wait for the reply back. So it was, I had a ton of gaming time yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be in the office because I had to wait for the stupid deliveries. So couldn't play 14. So I played Poochie and Yoshi's with Poochie! the world. And I finally got you to put the damn Poochie thing on, yep. on your 3DS. And yeah, it was a good so, idea, wasn't it? Yep. So I did all the levels from the original Yoshi's Willy World, and they add a bunch of um, levels where you play as Poochie, and it's sort of an... It's an endless runner in the same way that Super Mario Run is an endless runner. Is it? It's an ended runner, it's I guess. It's an ended runner? I, I, I don't know how to you, explain it, that concept. You just go forward very quickly, and you have to react. Yeah. Right. And so one of the levels is um, in, an, in the ice world, and so, basically, at the start of the level, Poochie jumps and flips onto his back, and you end up going down the ice backwards on your back. Wee! It's kind of adorable. <laughs> and you have the Poochie amiibo, so you got more levels, right? Yep. Right. Well, I got... No, I didn't get more levels, but I got more quests to do more on each quests. level. More quests. Oh. Yeah. I see. So, yep. That's what I've been playing this week. All the things. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. Alice, you played more than just 14 and 11, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you sound disappointed about it. No. I... So, uh, allow me to tell a story here. Oh, okay. So, there, is, the a, there is a new Super Robot Wars game that came out. And I thought, oh, damn, you know, I'll put my pre-order in. I put my pre-order in. It gets shipped by UPS, which I've previously had issues with. Um, because, you know... They have, I mean, courier companies just generally have dif difficulties finding my house. Uh-huh. And put a big so I, I, well, I worked through that after calling UPS twice to tell them, please, can you, you know, actually like deliver my shit for me, please? <laughs> um, so they, they actually got a reserve driver in. Um, their driver shows up. I, I pay my customs fees and bring it back to my apartment. I open the packaging and I bought the wrong version. Oh no! What'd oh. you buy? So I, I want, well, the version I wanted to get was the PS4 version. I accidentally bought the Vita version. Oh. Oops. Now, on the plus side, I do actually have a Vita. Yeah. Um, it would have been a lot worse, you know, had I not got a Vita. And it's in the right region? Uh, and it, I, Oh no, Vita's region free. Well, but you have the you have memory cards set up for the right region or whatever. I well, what I did was I backed up my lower capacity English PSN card uh -huh. and then formatted it to uh, Singapore. Oh, all right. Because of course the English version of these games are in the Asia region, which right. is sort of Singapore, Malaysia, that kind of thing. Um. And, uh, you know, after the last few days, I'm like, wow, I really made a mistake buying this for, for Vita. And, and now I'm like, you know what? 
I actually kind of don't mind that I bought it on Vita because at least it's portable. Yeah. And to be brutally honest, I, I'm not really missing much in terms of kind of graphical fidelity and or frame rates. The Super Robot Wars games have mostly, not all of them, but mostly just been increasingly higher definition sprites on 2D backgrounds. You're not really miss. You're not really gaining much by putting that from a Vita to PS4. To PS4, yeah. Yeah. So, Super Robot Wars V is probably the best Super Robot Wars game that I've played in the last quite a while. At least the la- the best licensed Super Robot Wars game I've played in quite a while. Um, it has a very interesting series list. Um, it is really weird to be playing the game in English. Um. <laughs> they brought the 3D map back. They brought uh, full-size character um, for the conversation scenes back. Uh, and it has a, you know, as I said, has an interesting series list. What more can you really want? Um, a, a better English sub? Well, apparently... Um, now, I didn't buy the English sub for Moon Dwellers, the last Super Wars game that had an English translation. Um... But this one is... There are still some problems with it, but it is apparently a lot better than the Moon Dwellers one was. Right. There's still some, like, some sort of stiltedness, a bit of uh, over-literal translation here and there, and a couple of typos. But you know what? For 52 stages of dialogue-heavy cutscenes and things like that, I I think they've done really well, even if it was probably mostly machine translated. (laughs) With some touch-up here and there. I don't know. I don't know what their translation process is. I don't know who the translators were. Me either. Do you want the series list? Why? Well, why not? Okay. See how many you rec- games. Uh, see how many series you recognize. So, uh, Full Metal Panic? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Get a Robo Armageddon? No. No. Uh, In- Invincible Superman Zambot 3? No. <laughs> Invincible Steel Man Dayton 3. Nope. Same, same. Uh, they're both from the 70s. No kidding. Uh, mobile, mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. Um, heard of it at least. Yeah, Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta. Uh-huh. Mobile Suit Gundam Charles Counterattack. Mobile Suit Crossbone Gundam. These are very old Gundams, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn. Uh huh. That's more Mobile Suit Gundam Sea Destiny. Yeah. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 00 movie only. Hey, hey. I think I've seen that. Uh, Ma- uh, Martian successor Nadesco Prince of Darkness, which is its movie only. Wait, that's a uh, that's a that's a mobile suit thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, Nadesco is an anime. Uh, is a mecha series. I didn't know it it's was a mecha. comedy. Okay. It's also a comedy series, but it is a mecha series. Okay. Uh, Mazinger Edition Z: The Impact. No, uh, no, rebuild, rebuild, of, rebuild of Evangelion. Oh yeah, that that counts. Uh, and then there's some debut series that haven't been seen before. Uh, Cross Sanjay, Rondo of Angel and Dragons. Nope. Yeah, don't don't bother with that one. It's trash. Oh, okay. um, Mobile <laughs> Suit Gundam Hathaway Hathaway's Flash. No. Um, Shin Mazinger Zero versus the Great General of Darkness. Okay, no. Um, the Brave Express might gain. It's nope. from the so that's from the same meta series as Gal Gaiga. Nope. 
same same creative studio. Uh, and finally, Space Battleship Yamato twenty one ninety nine. Hey, heard of that one? Sort of. Which is probably the strangest entry on this list. Also, the Yamato is so gloriously overpowered. Uh huh. Like Jesus Christ. Is it even a robot? It, sh you know, that's that's more of just a ship, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. The, there are only the only two things that I have seen so far uh, in game, at least on the player side, the, the uh, playable units are the Yamato itself and one of its fighter planes. Mm. And that's it. It does inform like a fair amount of the storyline, um, but the Yamato is like literally just a ship and the ship's characters. It's um, right. it's, it's a very strange inclusion. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I think what they said was um, it's kind of like the oddball inclusion that goes with other games that have had oddball inclusions, like um, way back in uh, the uh, late GBA and DS games when they had a, a few series that were more kind of like um, powered armor series as opposed to like full-blown mecha. Okay. Uh, so there's so things like Tekken Blade and Detonator Organ and things like that. Um, so their unusual series this time around is is Space Battleship Yamato 2199. And it's a good inclusion, um, if only because the Yamato itself is extremely powerful for a battleship in one of these games. Uh, yeah. <sighs> cool. So, um, are you enjoying the game itself now that you've oh, seen yeah, to come to terms definitely. of where to play it? Yep. No, I, it is. I said it's probably the finest uh, Super Robot Wars game I've played in quite some time. I need to import that one then. Yeah. So, Rather for anyone who was was anyone who was interested in getting a Super Robot Wars game, particularly one that had been translated. Uh, what I would recommend is don't bother with Moon Dwellers unless you are actually invested in that universe already. Because Moon Dwellers is like game five in a multi-game series. Um, v has no like previous... It, it's a standalone game. There's no continuity to understand. There's no thing, this, that, whatever. Sure, you'll get a little bit more out of it if you've seen some of the series on the, on the included series list. Um, but as a as a as a standalone game, I'd strongly recommend it. Hmm. Okay. Woo. So yeah, import it, Chris. I should, huh? Hmm. I already have Moon Dwellers though, and I haven't touched it. I feel bad spending money on another one. No, I mean I'm quite serious. I think you should get this. Uh. Is it actually a sequel in like any real sense, or is it just no. like this is this version of this mashup? Yep, it's just this version of this mashup. There doesn't appear to be a sequel. Um, it's just there by itself. Let's see if I can find some video of the damn English version. No, I should be able to find you some. Oh, I've on. got some. I got some. Stage one. Yeah, that looks like a translated game. There's a lot of uh, talking head cutscenes, huh? Yep. Okay. 
This is a strategy RPG, and you should be playing this. And oh my gosh, there's just a battleship on the field. Okay, why not? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, this game. Uh, uh, the main menu looks like it was made using RPG Maker, LOL. <laughs> hey. Yeah? Did we ask our special guest what he's been playing yet? Well, I was going to save him for the end. Oh, fine. First off, I wanted to ask Kelly what she's been playing. Yes, I finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions last week. Good for weekend. you! Yay! Oh my god, that game is so freaking good. If they announce a sequel for the Switch... That'll be this switch will be a day one purchase. Sweet. I could not get enough of that game. Um, other than that, I've been well since That's I the, finished the game, right? No, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is a, a Persona game, but with Fire Emblem characters as the personas. Is it, it's not the like the pop music. Um, well, no, it's also like, that. It's got okay. It's got pop music in it, but it's an RPG. It's not a rhythm game. Yeah, I guess that's what I meant. I was wrong in calling yeah, it a rhythm game. It's confusing because you play as pop idols, but that has everything to do with the with the story and nothing yeah. to do with the rest of the game. Understood. Yeah, that is an unsung little gem for the Wii U. And I recommend if anybody has a Wii U to pick up pick up that game now because that that is gonna be that system's Panzer Dragoon saga. Just putting that out there. And since I beat it on Sunday morning and my copy of Zelda wasn't gonna get here until Friday, I wanted something short to play in between now and then, so I fired up Freedom Planet, which is a started life as a Sonic fan game, and they switched out Sonic characters and did their own original characters. And this game is right out of 1992 for the Genesis. I mean, aside from the voice acting, if you were to show me this game in in 1992, you wouldn't be able to convince me that it was a brand new game. If that makes any sense at all, it's got Is it a lot. A good of, thing it, or a bad thing? It, it's a good thing. Um, I'm a huge Sega Genesis fan. I had the Sega Channel when I was a kid, so I played a lot of really good Genesis games like Gunstar Heroes, Restar, uh, Rocket Rocket Knight Adventures, and of course Sonic. And this game has all of. This game is basically a mishmash of all of those games. A little bit of mostly, well, mostly Sonic the Hedgehog, but one of the characters has a rocket boost, like in Rocket Knight Adventures. And a lot of the boss fights are huge screen, screen-sized bosses, like in Gunstar Heroes. So what? What? Where do you get Freedom Planet on? Is just on PC? Um. There's a Wii U version, too. I picked up the Wii U version in a humble bundle that Nintendo did a while back. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I actually kind of recommend playing it on the Wii U just to kind of get that full Sega Genesis experience. But if you don't want to... Can I play it on my Switch? 
I'm not no. yet. I don't think it's on the Switch yet. <laughs> no, I don't. I think hope so. it comes to the Switch. There's a but, sequel I mean, coming, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a sequel coming, which is why I wanted to play through the first game. And the sequel is going to have more characters, and the character sprites are a little bit. They look a little bit less Sonic-ish. But I mean, if you if you have like the this Steam looks like box the Sonic and... game for people who've been wanting an actual Sonic game. Yes, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, it is so Sonic, but a lot of the mechanics are a little bit different. Like they don't have a spin dash, and I think only one character actually does the roll, mm-hmm. but she doesn't necessarily have the same kind of momentum that Sonic has when he does the roll. Okay. So. If you if you're really used to Sonic games, you kind of have to reprogram your brain a little bit to you know not roll on hills or not try to spin dash up hills. But the physics work a little bit better because you don't have to have a whole lot of momentum to run up walls. Right. If that makes any sense at all, sure does. Yeah, I'm just yeah. watching her grab like. There's things from other Sonic games, like we're grabbing little rungs on the ceiling and stuff that I remember. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to to me, this is the Sonic game that I have always wanted because there's sections where you are running and doing whoop de whips and stuff, but there's also a lot of really clever platforming in that game too. And the game um, really encourages a lot of exploration because you know, I, um, I, I actually really need to finish that game. Yeah. Um, you know, there's collectibles that you can find off in little corners and lots of power-ups to collect and you get different shields that do different things. So, you know, I think Sonic Team kind of forgot that the first couple of Sonic games were really more about clever platforming than the, the speed aspects of the game. Hey, oh, hey, hey, that'd be the reason why they're making Sonic Mania, right? Well, yeah. That's not I, really them making it, though. It's people who yeah, I know Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm hoping that uh, the Sonic Mania people are kind of taking old school Sonic platforming to heart uh, yeah I think so <laughs> given who's doing that I would that, hope yeah. so <laughs> but uh, I mean that Freedom Planet is a nice little teaser to kind of get you revved up for Freedom Planet but I, it is an amazing game the, the story kind of swings back and forth from being kind of silly to being kind of heavy serious but it's still got a pretty neat little story it gets kind of dark towards the end Mm -hmm. but and and also the voice acting you can kind of tell that it's people in their basement recording the voices but i can't really knock them too much for that because it was a fan project and the next game is going to have like actual voice actors in it, like Chris Sabat is in it. Oh, I thought they were going to have a real voice actor. Um... Vegeta's not a real voice actor? <laughs> Isn't that... <laughs> oh, I, I'm not a big fan of the old Dragon Ball voice actors. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know Chris Sabat more from playing Zoro in One Piece now. It's like... When the people who are making the Dragon Ball cartoon are the ones they've got actually doing the voice acting, like, uh, I don't know. <sighs> I mean, isn't yeah, that the that... joke, like, that Funimation was using the janitor to do voice acting and all that? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> but yes, I highly recommend that game to anybody that wants 
that like me loves the Sega Genesis and wants something to play while they're waiting for Sonic and Mania, or in my case, while they was waiting to play Zelda. And more oh. Dragon Quest Eight is what I've been playing. Um, I finally got Mori in my party. Ah, you've been enjoying his monstrous pit. Yes. Mm. I I kind of cheesed the last two rounds of the monstrous pit because I managed to get a cure slime in my party mm. and pretty much just wiped the floor with the rest of the monsters. Anna doesn't like Dragon the Quest monstrous 8? pit. Yeah. You could get monsters in your party in that? In the new one. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, I, sorry. You have a party. Sorry, you have a specific monster party for the monsters pit section. So uh, for the arena, okay. And in the 3DS version, you can actually call them into combat. I don't know if that's like that oh, in the PS2 you? version. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean they replace your party. Yeah, I think that's so. new. Okay. I don't remember much from playing it on the um, PlayStation Two. I think is where it came out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the, correct. Other than the other than the fact that I spent sixty or eighty hours on it, but I I just don't remember their monsters being in it. But I could be wrong. Um, the three DS version of this game blows the PS Two one out of the water, if you ask me. I I don't think I could. I'm not one of those people who can uh, replay a game, especially if it's that long. Mm-hmm. Um, if I played, you know, even if it is a superior version, or there's probably very few games that I would be willing to replay. Yeah, well, th- this has been a running joke. I don't remember a lot of Dragon Quest Eight because I played a lot of the last half of it when I was really sick. So it's kind of a new game to me right now. Mm. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Oh man, there's a lot of animal friends in this Freedom Planet game. Yeah, but they're not lame. They're not lame? Okay, good. <laughs> I, I say that as a big the cat apologist. So oh. Take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> You're the reason. Pass I, okay. well, big is really cool in the comics that I read. Mm-hmm. They kind of make him into more of a three dimensional character. If that can even be said about Big the Cat, but in my head, canon Big the Cat's just a Shakespearean actor who's doing Sonic Adventure for the. <laughs> He's just down on his luck, and he needs some cash. <laughs> I like this head we'll canon. <laughs> like, uh, like Alan Rickman character in Galaxy Quest. Uh huh. No, that's great. <laughs> Speaking of um, of animal games, did you play uh, The Last Guardian? I didn't. I have it, though. No, I did not. Why oh, haven't you played it, Kelly? You have cats, and yeah, they disobey you. People. It seems like it's a game you should be playing. <laughs> they disobey you? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what The that's Last the Guardian's about, you know? <laughs> like, get over here. Get over here. Get over... <laughs> damn it, get over here. Oh, now he gets over here after I already jumped. Do your cats disobey you? You will enjoy this I game. I am dealing with that I am dealing with that, that enough right now, trying to give medicine to a kitten. <laughs> There's no no scenes in the Last Guardian where you have to wrap him up in a a blanket or a towel to feed him medicine. <laughs> so it is it is easier than being a cat owner in that regard. Yeah, you won't be triggered, Kelly. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 
Pascal, you've been playing some stuff, right? If by stuff you mean one one specific game, yes. <laughs> and that game is Bravely Default. <laughs> no? Is that what we're going with? <laughs> I was... I was ready to go in a different direction there. No, <laughs> not, not, not much of that. Tell people feel, what you've been playing. We got somebody on who played a real release uh, besides Zelda um, this week. I, I just I, I felt inadequate just mentioning one game, so I threw Bravely Default in there, but I really haven't played really a lot haven't of it lately. It. <laughs> no, I, a little bit. Enough to be able to put it on the list, but... Um, no, I finished um, Horizon Zero Dawn Yay! Um, a couple of days ago now. You don't understand. There's a friend of mine who listens to the show, and he's been on my ass about getting more coverage of recent games that came out, like for real systems. Mm. And so I'm very happy to have somebody on to talk about Horizon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was um, it was amazing. Was it amazing? All right. Is there I a review up yet? I anybody that I know to play it. All right. Is there is a review? What? Do you have a review up for it yet? Uh, the review is done and approved. Okay. Um, and it, it it's going is, up to like I mean, today the probably the, yeah no it's going on as soon as we finish recording okay good 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 so yeah, if re- you're listening to this go and you can read pascal's thoughts but uh since you're here um uh tell us is it an 11 out of 5 or how does this one work yeah i gave it a i gave it a 5 out of 5 okay so it's just a far Which... cry game right <laughs> be reductive <laughs> I know there's a joke in there, but I haven't played Far Cry yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it just a... So this is an open world, much like Zelda, um, except you're fighting giant uh, enemy robots, right? Much I mean, like everybody uh, Super Robot Wars. Everybody that's seen the trailer, you know, the same, the same uh, question goes through everybody's mind, or the same thought, you know, of, oh, you know, giant robot dinosaurs, I really want to play it. Um, and that's kind of how I felt, too, before Yeah, Alice, how come you it? haven't played this? It's giant robot dinosaurs. What are you waiting for? Uh, it just didn't look like my thing. Oh, okay. Well, um, it, after playing the demo at E3, I was, uh, I, w- I was a little bit less enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. Mm, the demo just really kind of focused on, I guess, the, the combat, and it was just like combat out of context, you know, the, um, which the combat is good. But honestly, I think the the real the real um, key to the game. Well, what makes it so great is the story, which doesn't doesn't have anything to do with what you've seen in trailers or um, you know, obviously the combat. And it's it's hard to uh, describe and justify why it's as great as it is because um, because of not wanting to spoil the story. It's it's all about the narrative. Really? So it's all about the narrative. It's not about the game. The what you're doing at all. Those no, those things are good too. But I mean, that's what put it over the top for me. It okay. still would have been a very good game, I think, with just the combat mechanics and everything. But um, and the graphics um are and the sound. I mean, just you know, most most every category about the game is is very very good. But I think the narrative is is really just over the top, mm-hmm. in a good way. I mean, is this one of those where you have to spend the whole day game figuring out what happened in the past, sort of thing that puts you in this situation? Or is this more of a, there's a conflict here now, deal with yeah, it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's both. Oh, it's um, both? Honestly, okay. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, like, I, I love this, um, if I can find it in games, which, you know, occasionally happens. Like uh, Fallout um, 3, for example. I love going into, um, you know, like ruins or um, any kind of, like, old buildings where something happened and then being given clues as to what might have happened there. So, 
audio logs, text files, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know why that's, that probably, you know, that makes me weird. Um, I really, really love that kind of um, gameplay element. And there is a great story uh, behind what, you know, so everybody wants to know, like, well, what are the, the, the giant robots where, you know, why are they there? Where do they come from and things like that? And it's the story behind that that's really, really intriguing in this game. So they actually deliver on all that, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought, well, so it's got something, it, you know, it's also an open world game, which so I was going to ask earlier during the Zelda discussion, um, and so now is a good time to bring it back up again, is, so for Zelda, is it really just kind of more like a, um, a collect-a-thon? Um, you know, I haven't gotten into any sort of crafting yet, so I can't answer because... Without, or I can't say so without the crafting piece um, to make it really like a collect-a-thon, right? Because I feel like that's an important part of those things. Go kill 15 tigers so you can have a bigger wallet. Um, I assume that's part of it. I'm getting I'm getting pieces of stuff from everything that I kill. So I think it is, but I haven't been able to craft yet, so I'm not sure <laughs> if that makes any sense. I think I'm still too early for the crafting. Um uh, you you are collecting weapons and equipment from things that you can use immediately, so you collect in that sort of things. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But also, what what purpose does the open world serve? Is it just you know a vehicle to um, provide more areas where you have to find? You know, I think or, it is or, it or is about developing it is developing your character, your stock, and um, your food supplies so that you and also leveling up your stamina and your hearts until you are strong enough to go and take on Ganon. So it is a playground for you to develop yourself as you see fit until you feel ready to take on the, the main story boss. So it actually surprisingly um, similar to the way horizon zero dawn is then. Okay. Cause it's also, it's that kind of post apocalypse thing. Well, in Zelda, I don't know if, I didn't get the sense of post-apocalypse, but you mentioned it, it is. You know, it is. It is though. It's, so it's post-apocalypse, but the world has recovered in a more favorable yeah. way than it looks like it did in the Horizon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Horizon, everybody, uh, the the humans alive live in these tribal hunting societies, and it's you know it's it's very primitive. Um, the only thing mechanical are the the creatures, you know, roaming the land everywhere. Mm-hmm. Which that's you know kind of that's interesting in and of itself. Um, so it's it's highly advanced technology, but not in the ha- not in the hands of humans. Okay. Um, and it's you know it's definitely clear that something happened a long time ago. They there's reference you know from right as the game starts of, uh, to the old ones, which were what you know us, us which is the right, people of yeah. the past, right? Uh, but it's not clear what happened, and that that is one of the the two parts of like the story of what of what gets uncovered and i thought it was i thought it was brilliant but then you know i i do like that kind of um story in my game um so it really appealed to me mm-hmm. um and that's that's one of the things that really uh sold the game i think so in the first um couple couple hours maybe 4 to 5 hours or so it's not really as much of an open world game because it does uh the game starts in kind of a uh, like an enclosed area or zone, you can you can <laughs> so roam around. So does Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So you can you can roam around in it, but um, but there are limits. It's it's pretty small geographically, um, 
and the story that builds up in in that like you know tutorial couple hours um is really really good right off the bat um and i mentioned it in the review also like i think it's it's one of the strongest starts to a game narratively speaking that i can you know really remember ever playing um like i felt really invested in it right off the bat that's the story that is and of course it teaches you the you know the basics of combat and stealth and things like that it's not a heavy stealth game but there are some like slight stealth elements to it mm-hmm. uh so one of the um one of the gimmicks is that the main character Aloy, uh, she find when she's a, a child, because in the game, she, for the majority of the game, she's I, I don't know if they give her age. She's somewhere around like 16, 17, 18 years old. So she's a young lady, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the game does start as her um, as a an infant or a toddler, and then it kind of in a, in montage style like goes through the years as she uh, gets older. Um, you do play as her. Um, as a, a six-year-old girl at one point, n- very near. Is, has anybody been playing this? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, you know, just for for corrections or clarifications. Um, so when she's six years old, there is a, a mission that you get to play near the beginning where she falls into um, what like a like an underground abandoned shelter or bunker, which which turns out to be one of the uh, one of the the places of the old ones, you know, that's been abandoned for hundreds of years, and it's considered off limits to the people living in in their time. So, uh, because it's you know the it's where evil things have happened, or you know the I don't I, I don't recall the exact reasoning. It's it, it's against the religion. Uh-huh. So she falls in, and one of the things she finds in there um, is what she calls a focus is a little piece of um, like hardware that she attaches to her ear and it lets her, it looks like a Bluetooth uh, headset. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, it looks Bluetooth. She finds a, um, she finds a Bluetooth literally (laughs) and it lets her analyze the world. It, It analyzes the world for her and feeds the information that she sees to her, which, you know, only is only visible to her. And that's one of the things she can use in combat to analyze enemies and Mm -hmm. things like that. And also, um, investigate, um, her environment in ways that nobody else can, which which kind of makes her, you know, the the evil one in a way because she she has the forbidden technology that is against their their religion. Right. I don't because she has a HUD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's um, awesome. <laughs> so it, it goes through all of this. So for for the first few hours, and then is when that's when the game. Um, really turns into open world after four or five hours or so. And she, uh, she sent outside of the, the starting zone and then the whole map opens up and you can go anywhere you want to. It's a pretty sizable map, but for me, that's one of the slight drawbacks of the game. Um, and it's not that I have anything against open world, but the story was, was so good that the open world concept just kind of dilutes it a little bit. Okay. Um, it it's and it's a very the story has immediacy again I so I can't it's hard to go into it right. without giving anything away I mean it takes hours to so get it's to one of those things where there you shouldn't be able to just put the story on hold for two days while you go collect rusted bolts in the forest and yet that's something you exactly. can do exactly yeah and it doesn't it doesn't feel like you want to even right but um, realistically speaking you do have to because you you know you need experience you need to level you need stronger gear and 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 you need to unlock skills um, so you you're kind of forced to. 
Um, and throughout the game, so I spent about 60 hours on the game. So throughout that time, 60 hours, I've been hearing 30 hours from people. Wow. Well, I guess that depends again on, on how much time you spend on the open world of it. That's, and that's kind of the point that I'm making with that, you know? So, um, I, I think that the main, uh, the critical path is probably somewhere around 20 to 25 hours. Okay. Um, if you if you can get to it, but you know some of it is hidden in in remote areas of the land, and you might need to level up before you can get to them. Mm. And that's kind of the the point when you're when you're playing a really good thirty hour story, you don't want to take breaks in between to go do other stuff that isn't as engaging for another thirty hours. You know? Right. So that's a that's that, that's kind of a drawback for uh, for me as far as making it open world because open world in this case just kind of serves like you said in Zelda, it's it's there to make you collect things and let you level up, but it um, it doesn't uh, serve the story as often as I wanted it to. See, and I, th- I feel like in Zelda, a lot of the appeal is like the puzzles and just discovering things. And mm-hmm. I don't know, there doesn't seem like there's a lot of puzzles in this game. It's more about combat and outposts, right? Or... Well, in, in, the, in the open world, it absolutely yeah. is. And yeah. the com- But the combat itself is really good. Yeah, so, yeah okay. It, it makes it more bearable. I'll, you know, and maybe I'll talk about that in a minute too. But um, you get to choose how you spec up your character, right? To do different uh, ways of attempting to do combat, right? Um, you can, yeah. There's different skill trees, uh, but I played long enough to where I actually unlocked almost every skill in every tree. Oh. Um, and I, I think it's it's meant to kind of work out that way, or pretty close to it anyway. So I didn't find there to be, I didn't find it to be all that, you know, if I played it a second time, it would have the same outcome. I don't think I would be a completely different leveled character. Um, But yeah, so the, the open world um, didn't serve the story as much as I wanted it to. I thought the the real, but, but then, you know, on on the other hand of that, the actual story, when you do complete the main missions and maybe the last like 10 to 15 hours are just pretty much main mission based. It's, it's some of the best I've ever seen. I mean, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, it's very mature, um, and not not to say like it's full of of swearing. Or, as a matter of fact, I think it's it's kind of family friendly in that way. Um, but the the themes that are um, that that they tackle in the story are very mature, and it's and it's told in um, with a lot of uh, competency. without giving it away. <laughs> I wish I could say, you know, I wish maybe in the future there'll be a spoiler podcast. I don't know. Sure. And since you guys also. Material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really did wonder. I, I, I uh, when, as soon as I finished it, wow, it's, uh, is late February too early to call game of the year? <laughs> or, well, for me anyway, I, I think that, that that might be it. I don't know what else I'll play this year, but that's that's already in my mind. You should try out Zelda now that you're done with this. See how they compare, maybe. Yeah. See if you, you see if you like well, you, one style more than the other. If, you want to send me a Switch? No, no. Get get it on oh. Wii U. Um, other than he doesn't that, have a Wii U well, either. You oh. have to send me that. Too. Oh. <laughs> maybe you. I I don't know what you can do. Go do it. But go play Yakuza Zero. <laughs> that probably won't be game of the that, year. That that would be an interesting switch because they are very different from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have played one of the Yakuza. Oh, there you go. Um, so and then the so the combat, as you've already talked about, um, 
Aloy pretty much just fights with uh, spears, arrows, and like any kind of like primitive weapon. Mm-hmm. They're they're infused with technology. Yeah, I love they're, how uh, she just um, mm-hmm. shoves pieces of technology into her bow, and now see it's upgraded mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't I saw happen very a really often. cool video that apparently you can like um, target weak points on enemies. Yep, mm-hmm. and so like. That's- She's doing, I, I've got a video up where that's happening right now. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you just see her like very casually pull her bow back and katoing, and then she stands mm. there and the robot explodes and takes out all of the other robots around it. Mm. There's, so the combat is very versatile. There's a lot of different ways that you can approach a situation. It's still pretty challenging because the robots are fairly tough and you, you will die uh, many times, I guess, as well. Um, so well, now, hold in, on. In any, I've yeah. heard that you can just sit in cover and keep whistling and have things come over and you can stealth kill them all and then you have a stack of bodies over by this cover you're sitting in. Well, I don't, you can't keep doing that. Some of the, the, the weak robots, there is an ability that you can unlock which lets you um, lure a single enemy towards your position. Yeah. But unless it's a it's a weak enemy, you can't just one-shot it. They're, you know, the, okay. the lower class of enemies, you can but it does expose you for a, for a couple of moments in which the other enemies can't catch sight of you, and then you can't just hide again. Okay. Once they have you, um, or once they've they've seen you, uh, that then they will hunt you and track you down. So you can't just rehide immediately. Okay. Um, so that that option doesn't it, it, you you can't just breeze through the game with that. And most of the robots, okay. So at after I don't. So I'm just gonna guess here how long it might take. But let's say maybe about. 10 or 12 hours or so you get to a point in the game where again you uh, the, the borders kind of expand and you 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 enter new areas once again and the combat uh, the the difficulty rises um, a lot because uh, they the robots and from then from that point forward they become much bigger and um, have more lethal attacks and there's more of them in one place and it, it so you really do have to relearn kind of how how to take them out or, or sometimes just avoid them. And that's when, um, when you should do what, so what you were just saying about analyzing them using the, the Bluetooth that she has, it does highlight, um, different things on the robot's body. So you can shoot off like armored plates if you have, um, explosive arrows or you can, if they had like a cooling tank or a cooling rod, maybe, uh, if it's exposed in the, from the right angle, you can shoot it with a fire arrow and try to, bring it to explode and, and all manner of different things. Um, you can even detach uh, some of the, the mounted guns on some of the bigger enemies and then pick them up to shoot the enemies with it. Which I thought that was one of my favorite ways to take out bosses. I've, I've seen that happen in videos. Yeah. It looks amazing. <laughs> so oh, it, oh. it is, it, it's still mostly just bow and arrow based combat, but, um, but it has a lot of, of options that go with it because of different ammo types and attacking different spots. It's like it's on the year of the robot. bow again, Anna. <laughs> Is because of Zelda? Yeah, because Zelda and Horizon, lots of bows. Hey, speaking Oops. of Zelda, what new Breath of the Wild world record? <laughs> again? Yep. <laughs> One hour, twenty-four minutes, seven seconds. <laughs> it's been broken during this podcast twice. <laughs> I love it. Now, if we can just get it down to under an hour. Yeah. Well, well keep waiting, folks. Maybe um, by the end of the show. In this run, <laughs> he lost 10 minutes to a crappy death. Oh. So it definitely can get shorter. 
I mean, what Somebody, is what did Aonuma say? Someone asked him about this, and he said something stupid like 90 minutes. Okay. Somebody is starting the game right now that is going to set the new world record. Yes. And, and it might even be during this podcast, considering how long yeah, yeah. we've been going. <laughs> I don't think so. By the time the podcast is on the website, it'll it'll probably be 30 minutes or less. So what is your favorite way to approach combat in this game? Do you like mixing it up, or did you uh, just stick to one kind of preferred style? Pascal? Um, you, well, you kind of have to mix it up, because the okay. different um, enemies are... The, they're different enough to where the same strategy does not work on every enemy. Um, the, uh, do you want me to be specific? That, I don't think that counts as a spoiler, necessarily. No, yeah. So some some really good explodey um, enemies are the there's there's big uh, crocodile um, robots yeah that that swim in the rivers and oh you can get them to easy... tag along with you can't you you uh, um <laughs> yeah you can override um, any creature in the game as long as you've learned how to which that oh, okay. requires a, a whole other process where you have to seek out um, kind of like the what did you call them in Zelda? The shrines. Tem- temples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to that. Okay. Uh, so you have to shrine to of a crocodile. Into, <laughs> Learn how to reprogram the, a crocodile. That's literally what it is. Like oh, wow. ruins that, of that, that are made to where their machines are produced. Oh, As okay. you go, you, you do get to go into the places where they're being built. Um, oh. and that's where you learn how to override them, but they don't all tag along. Some of them you can override and, and ride on. There's actual, like a yeah. rideable class. Of, of robot and mm-hmm. then other ones um will just they, if you override them they will ignore you and instead attack enemies that are after you cool and um so they they don't come along with you as your um they don't become like a, a party member or anything like that oh, okay i was or hoping to get a pet for, for i say, i really yeah, like no, no far pet. cry primal and i loved how i could just like summon a cat and have it take out an outpost for me um and i kind of wanted to do that here but oh well um so you were telling me how you were going to take out a crocodile. Yeah, they're just a good example of an enemy that's very explodey. So um, if you, if hit correctly in the right uh, spot, it you can actually get it to explode and, and also like take out nearby enemies. But that doesn't work so well with other enemy types. You know, some are more armored or they have different weak weak spots. What's my favorite way? I don't actually by the um, by the time you spend enough time in the in the open world, you just kind of learn to avoid combat i think at one at some point because you just want to get on with it you know mm-hmm. and sometimes uh um attacking one creature will draw the other five that are in the area all on you at one time so it's it's not always a, a smart thing to do that okay um and then oh, i should definitely also mention that as far as um the visuals for the game so it's in in my frame of reference, it is the best looking game I've ever seen. Okay, um, it's a very pretty looking game. It's mm-hmm. shiny. Yep, and it has uh, a built-in photo mode, <laughs> kind of. So not 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 exactly a camera. So it's not an item that you take out. You have to pause the game, and then you can take um, screenshots of it. But it lets you uh, change like um, change the the cropping and the filter and the grain and zoom in, zoom out, turn the camera around until you get the, the right angle that you want. And then obviously um, take the screenshot, which is something I've never done in any game before as far as like screenshotting anything. Um, and I did it frequently. I did it all the time in this game. So is this pausing. just using the share button or is it doing something different? 
Well, first, first you get to set up your shop. Oh, okay. Well, so okay, so let let's say I'm running I'm running through the woods in the game, and there's a you know the the way the sunlight is coming down. I really like the way it looks, so I'll pause it and then I'll mess around with the camera a little bit. So it lets you manipulate it while the action is is stopped. Oh, okay. And and make it you know put different visual filters on it, tilt it this way, twist it that way, and then, and then when you have it finally looking the way you want it to, you can use the share button or just save it to your hard drive. Okay. So there's there's definitely oh. something to be said for the graphics too. Did you play on a regular PS4 or a Pro? Yeah. No, no, regular. Regular PS4? Okay. And you mm-hmm. okay. And still looks amazing. So that's good to hear. I, I thought so. Yeah. Excellent. Um cool. So uh you didn't mention any sound design or or music or anything. Is is that like not is it just gets the job it's done actually, or does it stand out yeah. at all? Well, I mean, for the most part, it's really good. The 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 voice acting is great. Um, although there weren't very many voice actors that I recognized by name. I hear, I, still... I hear that side quest voice acting has lip sync issues, whereas main story voice acting is beautifully lip synced. Is that? Did you find there that were, to be the there case? Were a couple as well? of times when the lip when the lip syncing looked a little odd, but um, I don't know. I don't think I would have phrased it as the way you did. So I don't think it was as big of an issue. Oh, okay. Um, like occasionally a mouth will, will, will move differently, slight, slightly differently than the, uh, the voice acting. Okay. I, uh, yeah, it did happen. Um, and not to say that every voice actor was great. There, there might've, there was a, probably a small number of them that were just kind of mediocre, but for the most part, considering it's not, you know, the same, the same voice actors that you'll see in every other game. I thought it was, um, I thought it was really, really good. Like they all did a, a very good job. Well, beyond that, even. And um, same thing for the sound effects; they were they were excellent. If you've if you've seen the the demo back at E3, or I guess since then also, you'll probably notice the the the, the sound effects for the robots and when they attack mm, yeah. the combat. It's it, it's it's great. It's hard to describe, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, good. <laughs> so the one thing as far as like music. Um, I still thought the music was very good, but it doesn't have like a theme that will stick in your mind, or it doesn't, or um, or even multiple themes. It was kind of light on themes, and so I, you know, as soon as finish, as soon as the game was over, it it was gone. Okay, and that's fine. It was it was really good. Just um, I don't. It's I guess I guess the problem is when everything else is is like such a high standard in the game, the the graphics, the story the combat even that just being good is still a little bit below where everything else is. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Open world games always strike me as a sort of game that you're supposed to listen to a podcast while playing. So I don't know that it matters that much. Um, at least while you're going and gathering materials, I guess maybe not during the story that you're talking about being so awesome. Um, wow. Maybe not. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you play games. So yeah. And, and so, and that's, that's what, so it does have a few things that I guess it, it is fair to criticize it for. To me, it's just that the good outweighed the bad, especially as far as the story goes, and that's sure. that's why I gave it such a high rating. But so then the problem with that is also if if there's something about the story that you don't care for, you're probably going to really really disagree with my assessment of the game. You know, most yeah, of us can yeah. say that uh-huh. it looks very nice, it sounds nice, um, but as far as the story, it's. It, well, it seems like the story is an important carrying point of this game. It's not just, you know, it's not one of those games that just the combat alone does it for you. Um, 
but no, no, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I feel that way about hardly any game. Maybe, um, maybe the Souls games. Uh huh. What um, where combat is all you need? Yeah. What do you you play them for the challenge for the combat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No, for. The, so okay. For this game, so here's the thing. The um, if I suck at this game, is there difficulty levels? Can I turn it down or anything? No. No. I think it's all one. Um, I don't remember there being different difficulties, but it wasn't. It wasn't super difficult. Okay. I mean, you die a couple of times on the the bigger enemies. Um, there are, I guess, a few boss fights. It's a little surprising how few boss fights there were, and many times the boss fights were just souped up versions of what you've al- the the bigger machines that you've already faced earlier. Hmm. Yeah, Zelda they, doesn't have difficulty either, so I just have mm-hmm. to get good. It seems if I want to play anything nowadays. Um, and the, you know the thing that bugs me the most about Horizon is that it's only on PS4, which means it's you know got first person. Um, well, I guess it's third person technically, but it, you know shooting mechanics, and I can't use a mouse. That bugs me, but because I suck at playing these sorts of games on a controller, the aiming. But uh, that's why I wanted it the difficulty. <laughs> You can um, slow down time while aiming. That's one of the um, skills you can unlock. Or oh. um, I think she always has the skill, but you can unlock skills that extend the um, the slow motion. She holds her breath for a while or whatever. It's kind of like that. Yeah, it just it it doesn't steady her. It just slows down um, everything around you, and you can, so you can take your time and aim. Well, that's only um, while you're in stealth, though, right? Mm-mm. No, that's any time. Sweet, excellent. That could help. It, <laughs> Yeah, it, it helps to get those like the tricky shots. What else to say? I don't know. Go buy it today. Could... <laughs> yeah, PlayStation would, yeah. Four. Man, I'd this is an exclusive. What a good thing for Sony. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm. This just isn't the place. Um, we gotta, no. we gotta, we gotta and get a spoiler podcast time. going. I mean, a, a few people on on um, RP Gamer have asked, uh, you know, some questions, not not particularly for spoilers, but. Uh, just kind of like general impressions, and I don't want you know I don't want to even spoil it for them. Like I think it was Mac he asked about the the robots, you know, like kind of like why are they there or where did they come from? And I said, well, if I told I you that, the, it would really. I think the important part is to point out that this game delivers on all that. You have all these questions, and yeah, you're yeah. wondering about all that, and like, don't worry, the game's going to deal with all that. You're going to be satisfied. And I feel like that's where the satisfaction is. Mm-hmm. It's you know the combat is fun, but it's. It's really just really neat to find out like uh, the little intricacies of the story. So it, they really take their time when when you do do the story missions. They take their time to really um, explore like what happened in the past, and I, I don't feel ch- shortchanged by it at all. That's so, really yes, cool. I it's really cool to it. see a game live up to all that and like have you be satisfied by the time that you get to the end instead of it just being like a cheap cop out. Or a throwaway line or two or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's really encouraging. I wish I had time for this game right now. <laughs> make time. You must make time. Uh, I got Zelda. <laughs> I don't have time for that game. Well, it only takes an hour. We already. Just, we oh already yeah, you're right. Zelda. I should be done with Zelda by now. What Anna, kind of time I'm failing. <laughs> Let's go finish Zelda. <laughs> you know what's going to be really fun? What is you're going to be able to test it in um in portable mode tomorrow. I am? Hockey game. Oh, cool. Tomorrow, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. 
That'll be fun, actually, playing the Switch at the hockey game. Oh, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. All right. I got an assignment. Hopefully someone won't cut you for it. I, I think they will. So I'll just back up my save file. Oh, wait, I can't. Wah, wah. <sighs> All right. Are we done with what we've been playing then? I think we are. So let's... let's <sighs> Unless you want me to talk about Phoenix Wright. Have you been playing Phoenix Wright? Yeah, not the new one. Oh, which one? One of the old, one of the original trilogy. Dude, we love Phoenix Wright here on this show. So, oh, of course, buy all the Phoenix Wrights and play Objection! them. Objection! Which one? Uh, iOS or 3ds? Oh. Are you objecting to loving it or? No, I am objecting to. She adores Phoenix it Wright. It's not awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think uh, we all think it. iOS is. or 3ds, Pasco. Say what again? iOS or 3DS or DS? Uh, 3DS. 3DS, okay. Well, so, DS uh, on the 3DS. The, the trilogy thing? the original trilogy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, uh, cool. I didn't... Uh, the uh, If I recall right, the iOS version of that trilogy had... Well, I, I, know, I, do, I know I recall right. It had a lot of typos and stuff. And I don't know if they fixed any of that on the 3DS, but... Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's just basically as is. Right? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I haven't played it. Do you notice anything like that, Pascal? A lot, a lot of What's, typos I mean, the original spelling DS issues? Game. Yeah, no, I guess... He's playing the DS game, Chris. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's playing a DS cart on a 3DS. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, providing okay. that you're in the same region. Well, but they put out that trilogy thing. You should be supporting them and giving them all the money so they put more out. How dare you? Oh, is, it, is there like a collection of the three? There yeah, is. Yeah, it's digital yeah. only. Yeah, it's. Dumb. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't aware of that. No, I, I have okay. the actual <laughs> uh, cards, the the single set game cards. All right. So yeah, he gets the the crappy typo version up front and center. I didn't think it had typos in it. Have I been missing burger, something? Apollo. No, that's not typos. That's localization. <laughs> yeah, I think the DS versions have better text, Anna. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, that's my rec- my recollection is that the iOS version is like, what's going on here? Why does it have worse text? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, played, although you will um, run into some funny localization issues. Yeah. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. they very much Americanized the first game. Yeah, and they're sticking with it, too. Yep, they've yeah. decided. I think to that's part of the charm. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't mind it at all. I hate it. It's like, <laughs> it's not a burger. That's a rice ball. Eat your burger, <laughs> Apollo. Ah! I think I, I played the original Ace Attorney, and then then I played Apollo, and now I'm going back and, like I said, finishing the the, the trilogy. Oh, cool. Have you so played I, I play the, the Have you played the new ones? No, that's that'll be after okay. at some point. I yeah, think you'll, I'm, and you'll I'm totally want it games too. Behind. Yeah. Okay. Which yep. is why I'm not able to add a lot of interesting things. I'm I'm playing one of the old ones right now. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's start the news, Anna. Give me my sound beep, effect. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Ease eight PS4 version has domination battles. What does this mean? It just means they have domination battles. It's a new feature. Uh, you get you get to invade the bases in the form of special missions. They're called domination battles. Um, one is for players to set up bonfires in specific areas, and the, uh, if you set up the bonfires, they weaken weaken all enemies in the surrounding areas. And the second involves destroying large enemy nests. So, Ease has got some open world style stuff going on. It sounds like um, so actiony stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah, so go check that out. They've got screenshots of it. We've got videos of it. Um, get psyched for Ease 8. We still don't have... 
Yeah, I guess we do. Ease 8 will be out in the U.S. and uh, Europe in summer of 2017. So get excited for the Ease 8. Hi. All right. I am really torn as to whether I want the Vita or PS4 version. Oh, really? Um, I would think you want... Uh, oh. Hmm. Portable, Because I... Uh... I've played all of them on portables because, you know, Salsedia and the PS2 or the PSP remakes and all that. So I kind of want to keep consistent. But that PS4 version looks so good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and if you get the PS4 version, you can always stream it to your Vita. Do they, yeah, that's true. They need like cross play and, and cross save. I bet they don't have that, do they? Probably not. I know they don't have cross buy because that would be just too much to ask for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cross-buy. Hey, Cosmic Star Heroin has cross-buy. Yes. It also a has a release date. date. <laughs> but only kind of. April 11th, 2017. For PS4 and PC. Okay. That's, this game's supposed to come to a lot more than that, isn't it? Uh, yes. Okay. But the only two con- the only two consoles or systems they're announcing it for right now is PS4 and PC. Hey, at least Vita it's coming out this year. will be cross-buy, but Yay. they don't have a release date for it yet. Oh, they wanted to cook a little bit longer. If they, if they wait long enough, the Vita will just be straight up off the market by the time they release it. <laughs> That'd be great. So, yay! It's only two years late! Yeah. <laughs> All right. April 11th. Good for you. Uh, System Shock Remake. <laughs> They're remaking System Shock. You, if, I'm sorry if you've forgotten this, because I did too. Um, they've changed engines. so it's... Goodbye, Unity. Hello, Unreal. Um, which I I don't know if I should care one way or the other, but uh, all right. There Unreal, you go. It's Unreal seems like more of a FPS style engine, but I don't know if you can't do that on Unity. To be quite honest. So. Bye, Alice. Oh, Alice Bye-bye. is leaving us. Yeah, um, I need dinner. Oh, we've been going for, been going for quite a while. You so. need to go buy Horizon and no, fight don't. dinosaur robots. Dinosaur I don't. Robots. No. They're giant dinosaur robots. You can fire arrows at them and they explode. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, buy Super Robot Wars V. Oh, good comeback. All right. Yeah. I'll have to get on see that. See you guys in a bit. Bye. I'll well, see you guys next next we, week. To see you guys later. <laughs> we got Tuki Den 2 news. Wait, we, we do? Yeah. What is it? Uh, we have some news about the online features. What are they? I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> I was hoping you'd save me by opening it up. While I am opening it up. I'm opening it up. I was about to tell you. Okay. Uh, you find portal stones throughout the game, which transport you to the multiplayer lobby area. So I guess you just walk up to the portal and say, I want to be multiplayer now. And, and there you can accept missions from the command hub, allowing up to four players to join forces. That's very monster hunter-y. Um, you can do uh, online is accessible from both the PS4 and the Vita. And the Vita version also allows ad hoc local network play if you happen to find other people who own a Vita and are in the same room with them and they all want to play Tokyden 2 with you, which good <laughs> luck. Um, if all that happens, yeah, you can do ad hoc uh, games together with them. You uh, said you find people with the Vita yeah. and they're in the same room? And they have the game. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're all giggling. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know where you're going to find that. Uh, the, you could do internet multiplayer, of course, as well. And then, then you don't have to do all that. But we're talking about the ad hoc. Uh, let's see. Hey, Nier Automata has a Steam release date. Oh, it does? March 17th. When is it coming out for everybody else? Um, Around the same time? Trick questions coming out next week. 
It's a good day. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> it's the 7th, yeah. uh, March 7th. Okay. Yeah. March 7th in North America, March 10th in Europe, March 17th for North America and Europe on PC. So they need so another week for PC for some reason. Another week and a half for PC, which is weird. Hmm. But whatever. Uh, that game looks pretty interesting. I wonder if it's going to hold up. Uh, it sounds like it'll be cool. We need to find someone who's going to play it so that they can come on the podcast and talk about it. Ah. So here's some non-RPG news for you, Anna. Yeah, so Spike Chunsoft had like a little media presentation this week. And so they announced a bunch of things that are not RPGs, but relevant to at least me, if not other people. So the guy who did the, the Virtue's Last Reward series has a new project. Um, it's called Project Sync, P-S-Y-N-C. And that's all we know about it. Yep, it's just a name. He's working on a new game. Um, they announced the Danganronpa V3 and Ultra Despair Girls PC release dates, which um, Nisa did the console release dates at their recent thingy. So these will be PC everywhere? Yes. All right, so what was it going to be... Um... Does Ultra Despair Girls comes out on PC and PS4 on June 27th, and V3 Killing Harmony comes out on September 26th on PC. Um, and then the little um, cyber Danganronpa VR game where you like sit in a room with some of the characters from the first two games is coming out exclusively to PlayStation Plus members um, this week. Yeah, this week, right? Oh, it's PlayStation Plus exclusive. It's free. Yep. Is it free? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's free. free. Uh, it's North a, America and Europe. It only lasts for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's really short. <laughs> and it's PlayStation VR exclusive. All right. Um, also, they kind of pulled this game out of nowhere. So in like 2008, they made this crazy game where it was like part real photos and real people and part like graphics. Um, and it was called like Shibuya Scramble. So now they've officially called it 428 Shibuya Scramble, and it's coming to North America. So this game came out on the Wii. Yeah. It was ported to the P- PS3 and PSP a year later. Then in 2011, it was put on an Android and iOS. So this was announced for PS4 and PC. Yeah, but is it going to be localized? Yes. Oh, it is. Abstraction oh, okay. Games. Uh, sorry. Abstraction Games is doing the ports... Kajia Productions is going to be localizing it. I've never heard of them. Kajia Productions. Okay, well, all right. I think um, Shibuya Scramble was somehow a part of The World Ends With You. Um, Was it? I don't know. I remember seeing like stuff for this game way back when it was being promoted back on the Wii and one, being jealous that we don't get games like this. So that's cool. It, maybe it was just the phrase. Maybe it has a, a certain meaning, but I feel like I've I heard it in that game. Yeah, no, I I agree with you that I believe that term was used in the world ends with you. Hmm. Um. So here's the crazy thing: is this game has fifty endings. It's mm-hmm. like a choose your own adventure novel. So some of them are bad. <laughs> and so yeah, um, basically the premise is there is a young girl that's been kidnapped, and you're following five different characters in the 10 hour period after that kidnapping and sort of how they are relevant to that kidnapping. But I mean, I'm kind of excited about this because you know what I think of what I immediately hear to this description, Chris. 
What? If I show you this, this. <laughs> does it mean, mean anything. anything to you? Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to be like that, Anna. Aww. <laughs> you don't uh, get a lot of. You don't get a lot of cut of. Uh, <laughs> what was that even called? Oh God, I don't even remember anymore. Uh, uh, oh well. I don't even know. That was amazing. Uh, and novel. so, um, not a ton of other news this week, although we had a million reviews on the website. Mm-hmm. So we have a review for Dragon Quest Eight 3DS. We have a review for Dragon Quest Builders, the first one. We have a review for Dynasty Warriors Godseekers. We have an Atelier Shelley Plus review and a Neo review. So, yay. Reviews for, like, all the systems. Yeah, well. Contradiction, spot the liar. There you go. Contradiction. (laughs) That was just an FMV game, Anna. It's not a visual novel. Okay. But still. Um, I guess it kind of is. In really short news, um, Oceanhorn has a demo now up on the Xbox One, and they have confirmed it's coming to both Vita and Switch. Um, Final Fantasy Explorers launched a mobile edition because apparently you need crap on your phone too. Um, oh wait, seriously? Yep. What? How's that gonna work? Oh no, that game needs to die. What are they doing? Um, you can now get... Explorers Force. It's a new game. It's a sequel, Anna. Yeah, it looks oh, like same mechanics, but it's gonna. Oh, ah, uh, maybe this one will be good. <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> No, and I mean it. No, I totally got to play it. It's going to be fine now. The dilemma that I think we have with Final Fantasy Explorers is you either really like it or you really don't. No kidding. Um, Chris, do you ever learn your lesson? No. No, I don't. (laughs) I keep trying and hoping. How many times have you licked your Switch cartridge? Uh, Twice now. (laughs) Don't do it. My point is made. It doesn't taste good. And then it's really bad with the aftertaste. I'm fine now, though. Hey, if you put M2 Descent into your mystery gift menu on Pokemon Sun and Moon, you get Mewtwo Knights. Two Mewtwo Knights. So you can mega evolve your Mewtwo into X or Y form. So have you been waiting for that, Kelly? I wasn't aware of it, but okay. Now you are. Yeah, it's important. I need to go find what I did with my cartridge. (laughs) I'm really disappointed Alice left because I was going to ask her about this, but there's a new patch for Final Fantasy XIV that adds a proto-Ultima boss fight, uh, a new anima quest, and more. But I guess since she isn't here, and Anna, you're nowhere near being able to interact with any of this. We'll just have to skip over it. So there's a new fourteen patch. And then we have our favorite section. Are you ready for... You haven't asked me about Final Fantasy XIV yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, you play fourteen? Do you play fourteen? No. Let's move on. Dun dun dun! The plot thickens. Not well, and then it ended abruptly. (laughs) I just want to be included. Okay, I'm I'm glad Uh, for you. Well, should we have Pascal read the list then? No, he doesn't deserve it after that. Okay, and it's time. It's time for trailers. We have a Horizon Zero Dawn launch trailer. A Stranger of Sword City revisited trailer. A Story of Seasons Trio of Towns launch trailer. 27 minutes of Nier Automata, which I guess also counts as a trailer. I Am Setsuna has a Switch launch trailer. Yokai Watch 2 has an introduction 
trailer for europe and mass effect andromeda had an exploration video which i'm also calling a trailer so go look at that those are your trailers they're up on the site go check them out it's time for feedback feedback to the podcast can be sent in in multiple ways podcast at rpgamer.com is easiest uh forums.rpgamer.com is the message boards and uh 608-729-4098 is the voicemail where we'll just play your call on the show uh victor wrote in and said, I can't think of any video game fever dreams. That was our question of the week last week. What's your video game fever dreams? Fever dreams. Nobody nobody wrote in other than Victor for that one. Uh, but I clearly remember that parts of the original Grandia creeped me out, especially in the Petrified Forest. Something about the dissonant music and the sense of impending doom was extremely unnerving. Uh, Victor also gives us a public service announcement. The Banner Saga games on PC are free for a limited time with Twitch Prime. Uh, I downloaded the original Banner Saga yesterday, but the offers likely have advanced to Banner Saga 2 by the next RPG cast. There's an Engadget article, and he's right. If you go sign in to uh, um, Twitch Prime, you get you know Banner Saga 1 and 2. Um, so, so go go do that. Oh, I see. Doing it's different right time now. frame. So if you didn't do Banner Saga 1 already, you missed it. But you can go get Banner Saga 2, and Banner Saga 1 has been on sale on a billion things. And it's like, you probably find it for a dollar in places. Um, but uh, yeah, go claim your offers. Um, let's see. Oh, there's an end note here, too. Oh, yeah? I've been playing The Last Guardian on the PS4, and I would like to recommend it to fellow Allurophile? Allurophile? I'm going to look that up. You keep going. Okay. The Beast Trico in the game reminds me so cat much of... Cat lover. A- it means ah. cat lover. Oh. The Beast Trico in that game reminds me so much of a giant kitty, especially when it leaps and perches on high places. I don't even get frustrated by the limited controls of the tricky puzzles because the in-game reward for making progress is more opportunities to feed the kitty or interact with the kitty. Oh, see? See? I didn't even read this, and I knew to, to harass you about this, Kelly. You need to get oh, your... This was... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I did Let's read this. see this if it's still. I harassed earlier. Ah. I see. Let's see if this is still sixty dollars. I'll bet it is. Yeah. It's gone on yeah. sale a few times. It has I'm been on sale a number of drop. times. I yeah, know that it's not price a permanent drop. price drop yet. Because yeah. when I bought it for Chris, it was on sale. <laughs> yeah. So you should. Oh, Am- Amazon has it for thirty-seven. Good. Yeah, that's a pretty good price. Permanent it came price out drop. Like 60, yeah. So. Hmm. I might have to wait it? just a. Nope, I have it sitting on there mocking me. No, I know. It's so good. I know. <clears throat> I know. Uh, I did watch the trailer this week for Fumiro Ueda's Madden 2018, expected to release in 2028. Um, and I recommend go watching that. It's a Mega 64 video. It's really funny. Um, <sighs> all right, time for new releases, folks. Um, please send in your in your feedback. We need more feedback. Forumstartupgamer.com or 608-729-4098 or podcaststartupgamer.com. Time for new releases. First up, Anna's game for the week, Atelier Fierce, The Alchemist and the Mysterious Journey. Right? No? Nah. No. Oh, you're playing another Atelier game? Yeah. I can't keep these straight anymore. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Atelier Fierce is coming out on Windows, PS4, or PS Vita. Is that the game after the one you want to play? No. Is that the game after the game that's after the one you want to play? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't keep up. Also coming out this week, Near Automata for PS4 and PC. A lot of people have been waiting for a follow-up to Near, and here it comes, and it's very action-y, and uh, we'll see if it's good. 
Excuse me. So, that's your new releases. I need to ask you all, what are you going to play this week? Anna Marie. Um, TBD Vita. Atelier Selfie. No. No? No. I thought you were downloading it. No. Oh, what are you downloading? <laughs> You'll have to listen next week and find oh! out. <sighs> Kelly, what are you playing? Zelda. I'm playing Zelda as well. Pascal, you can play more Phoenix Wright or something else. Phoenix Wright. Um, yep. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I thought you were hoping to start The Witcher, but um, I've been yes, I've been hoping that since the last podcast I did, which was at least six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I Are even you... I made a big deal about mentioning The Witcher and w- finally getting to start it at that time, and it hasn't happened. Yeah, yet. you should get on that. <laughs> Are you doing all, really all three, or are you just going to jump into number three? Yeah, I have all three, and I want to do in order. Yeah, because I really do need to start. One is one is much more of an old st- school computer RPG style game, whereas two and three become more actiony RPG type of modern RPG computer games. So it'd be interesting to see how they change for you. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I have Uncharted Four sitting here. Maybe I'll play that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do what, whatever you need to do to de, to <laughs> do delay playing The Witcher. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for being on. Thank you, Pascal, Kelly, and Anna Marie, and you, dear listener. Hey, question of the week. What is? Don't forget it? Alice. Oh, and thank you, Alice, who we thanked her when she left. But yes, thank okay. you again, Alice. <laughs> so here's our question of the week because I don't like your current question. Oh, okay. What would convince you to buy a Switch? Okay. I have to type this out now so I remember so I can put it in the forum post. All right. What would convince you to buy a Switch? There you go. Tell us the answer to that question at either podcast.rpgamer.com 608-729-4098 or forums.rpgamer.com. Kelly, what would convince you? Uh, Hands down a Tokyo Mirage Session sequel, (laughs) but if, um, if Xenoblade 2 or we get more details about that Shimigami Tensei game that they teased mm-hmm. then that might convince me right. also right. it needs some more J- Japan love it sounds like right. yes right. would anything convince you Pascal um, maybe the uh, circumcision DLC for <laughs> snip scissors snip cutter snipper clips. I, I forget <laughs> snipper, yep. snipper clipsis all right I think we're going to call it at that. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll be back here next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at twitch.tv slash harpygamer. Thank you. Follow, uh, I would say subscribe, but you can't subscribe on Twitch to us. What can you do? You can just Yes, you can. You can follow. You just follow. Yeah, it's and not then subscribe. you turn on notifications. Mm. Follow and subscribe. Subscribing is if you're partnered. Uh, oh, on, go to YouTube and like and subscribe there. Yeah. I don't know why you could. Uh, We're verified. Ooh, you can also go to Facebook and like post stuff there and answer the question of the week there, um, which Anna's going to remember this time to actually put it up. I put it up last week. Oh, did no one reply? No. Wow. No one wanted well, to answer actually, that. Well, actually, I should say <laughs> we got some spam. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Till then. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye.